Hi, everyone. This is Aaron. And today I am here with Auntie Katie. Auntie Katie, thanks for coming on. I want to talk to you about children's worship. This has been oh, one on of my, my favorite heart. topics. <laughs> yeah, this has been on my heart recently. Um, as you know, I've been preaching and, and teaching in there along with you and Auntie Alice. And so I kind of wanted to uh, hear your thoughts on on my preaching. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get really personal here yeah then. you can yeah 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 i mean I, it. <laughs> yeah i mean i've asked you for feedback you know before um but i don't know i mean teaching children is very different than teaching youth definitely different than teaching adults um the way i approach it is that i write it and then you know in my head i'm i'm learning it for myself i'm like processing the message for myself and then i have to morph it for the kids is that how your process is too or do you automatically just turn the text in you know for children like automatically actually Aaron I really appreciate your approach with that because most people don't understand that they think oh a children's message is easy or it's simple so I don't hardly have to study because yeah I know all the stories of the bible and I can just speak to the kids and I know and that's really um not uh, it doesn't come out to be a good message or they think that I just throw in a couple of interesting stories uh, uh, about the life of a missionary or something and that would be really grab the interest of the kids but no we're preaching the word of God so definitely that's the way exactly the way I approach it too I study the passage for myself I have to have understand I mean I I have notes that are several pages of that that I, then I filter down to just a little bit for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't start with just a little bit. I start with everything so that I personally uh, am enriched by the word of God uh, as an adult. <laughs> right, you're right. Then I think through how to filter, what are some of these concepts from this passage that are the, the main themes and the important things that is speaking out from the word of God. And then what applies to the kids uh, that can be then translated to them in the language that they can understand. Yeah, I I'm the same. So normally, like on my paper or on my document, there's always more than what we end up presenting to the children. Um, mm -hmm. And th there's there's a lot that that actually does need to get filtered out to have a coherent or cohesive message. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I've I've enjoyed preaching to the children. Um, you you mentioned that that. Um, you actually take your time to learn the message or to, to get the message for yourself. Do you find that God speaks to you while you're preparing the message for the children? What I'm asking you is, does God talk to you as well during the preparation process? You know, that's probably the, you know, they say that uh, the best way to learn something is to have to teach it. And so definitely that, uh, <laughs> that's a big learning part of my, a big part of my devotional life is to prepare the message. And I thought some people say, well, preparing to teach a lesson is not supposed to be a devotion, but um, because I have, I feel like I have to have integrity when I teach the word of God to the children. Sure, they might not know whether or not I said something theologically right or whatever, or maybe nobody would hear it um, and they don't know, but I know before God. So I definitely um, want to, have that personal relationship with God first to apply the word of God. Many times I'm convicted. And some of the things like Aaron, you did last week, um, you know, how many persons in the Trinity? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard so, lesson, by the way. <laughs> it was. <a> very... <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for taking that. Yeah, one. yeah. I don't. I forget if I if I chose that word or if you gave it to me. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't have to do it. <laughs> um, but you know, like, oh yeah, okay. I can describe. I mean, if I could just say, oh yeah, I can just easily say, God is three in one, and one person three in. And it's like an egg and, you know, all these other illustrations that's probably does not really accurately describe it. So people could go to some of these children. I mean, I, I've looked at um, samples of children's sermons that you can buy, right? Or mm. curriculum. Mm. And they mm. come up with stuff like this. And I, I can't use that. <laughs> that's why I don't like us to use kind of these purchased curriculum because they would come up with something like that. Yeah. And I said, no, you really have to understand that Trinity yeah, I really liked your message last week. I haven't finished listening to it yet, but you know, I read your um, your uh, manuscript, and to really describe the roles of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's the way you you have to really study it and know it for yourself, and then filter it down to maybe two points. You know, okay, but you get five points for yourself, and maybe when you preach it to an adult audience, you will get three points, but for kids, like two points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I being precise, uh, concise, you know, and, and clear is is really like, I guess, the, the key that one of the big things that I aim for for the children, and especially with that one on the Trinity, I didn't want to say anything heretical, or anything <laughs> blasphemous, um, that would get everybody off on the wrong foot. So I'll go back and review that one a couple more times just to make sure we're, we're in the clear. Um, what we're Actually, currently you know, doing, speaking oh. of... Um being heretical yeah. you know we started recording because of covid right before, yeah yeah actually before there's no accountability yeah in that sense um but uh i i really appreciate being recorded because it does there's that level of accountability and if i say something wrong i hope somebody listens to it on the recording and tell me you know that that you didn't that was taken out of context or whatever you know i hope somebody would tell me that because we're not beyond uh, making mistakes uh, with the word of God like that. And I don't want to continue that kind of teaching you know, that I, I want to be held accountable. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I do hope that the the parents or, you know, anybody is also, yeah, checking out our messages and just seeing um, this side of our church or this, this aspect of our church, this, this, this part of our church this really important part of our church, the children's ministry. Um, and that reminds me, since since we're talking, I do want to say thanks to all the uh, children's worship leaders that that have helped out um, over the years, especially this, this particular moment um, when we were coming back, uh, this kind of like weird post-COVID time, even though we're not really post-COVID, but you know, this, this kind of immediate aftermath of from online and then shifting to in-person again. I just want to say thanks to all the the worship leaders and all of the um I guess all the adult counselors that are there uh to help with the children. Um, yes, I want to agree with that, Aaron. Yeah. Um, I'm really thankful for all the ones who serve in Sunday school mm. and all the children's department because they we all have dealt with some anxiety and you know all that during COVID, and yet they're willing to come back to serve and to put themselves out there. Um, uh, and to be able to provide that spiritual modeling and feeding for the children. Yeah. So back onto the preaching, we've been going through the catechism 
Now, this is like a, a certain curriculum. It's actually called the New City Catechism, I guess, for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to ask you what, what made you uh, decide to go through this teaching series. So the New City Catechism kind of breaks it, uh, boils down the catechism into 52. So it covers a year's curriculum instead of the 100 whatever, whatever versions of different versions of catechism. I chose this because um, there are some very basic theology that I think we, the children think they understand, like Trinity, like I said. You, you say to the kids, how many, uh, the church kids, how many, how many, um, uh, how many persons are there in, in God? And they'll say, oh, three. And they'll know the answer. But I want the catechism to really um, challenge them to think a little deeper. In our world today, they will be challenged. They will, people, I'm sure, of course, they're going to see friends at school, relatives, cousins who are not believers, who don't go to church. And I want them to have a solid foundation of what they believe and in some ways why they believe it. And uh, they, I don't expect them to, to be able to explain, you know, whatever to their to their friends but i want them to have confidence in what they believe in and mm. who they believe in yeah. and um all the nuances of the christian faith not just oh jesus died for me i'm a sinner i know i know and i need to believe in jesus and i come to church and i read my bible and i pray many most of the kids i would say in our children's department are very well versed in the bible especially by the time they i mean <laughs> in fact i was just talking to a, a mom who moved out of state and her children are attending, you know, to a church. And, and, uh, and one of the other, uh, when, when someone she met at her new church from uh, out of state said to her, Oh, your children know so much about the Bible. Uh, you must really teach them well at home. And she said, Oh no, it's not for me. It's for my church. <laughs> they know everything uh, about the Bible uh, because our, we have a really good teaching children's ministry. They learn mm-hmm. from, that from the Sunday school teachers. So again, I want to give thanks to all the servants of the <laughs> children. <laughs> yeah. And we teach them well. We do teach them well. And I don't want the children to think, I know this. I know that. I know all that. Mm-hmm. But to uh, the catechism shows them exactly uh, in more a systematic way um, what they believe. And, 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 and not just a piece here and there and piece here and there, but very systematically. We start with God and God's laws and, um, and, and go on from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the catechism because it's in a Q and a format and I don't know, my brain just likes that sort of thing. I'll put um, like some links in, in our episode description. There's some good resources online. Um, so parents can check out uh, what exactly is um, the catechism and what we're teaching. Um, actually, I did want to talk to parents just really quickly. Um, the more I've been preaching uh, to the children, it's kind of funny. I don't actually, I, I've been, I do see the importance of, of preaching, but even more, I do see the importance of parents and the instructions to raise up your children in the way they should go and to teach them the word of God. Um, and so I just want to encourage um, any parents who are listening to keep raising up your children um, in the word of God and to talk to them about God, to lead them in prayer. 
um, you know, use whatever books or devotions that you can. Um, it's, it's so important. And I'm happy to be able to be a small part of discipling uh, your children. Yeah, thanks for bringing up the parents, Aaron. Definitely, we only have a few hours a week with the children. And yet the parents are with them, of course, 24-7 almost. I would encourage the parents, go ahead and listen to our sermons. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of humbling because, you know, yeah. you're going to say, well, you pay, I don't I want I, I don't want adults to listen to it because you're yeah. going to be critical to the kids. <laughs> but I would like you to listen to it with your children and talk about it and see what we're, we're teaching. And that would be great. You know, we um, are now recording it since we didn't do that before for COVID because we mm -hmm. still do have some children, families who are listening to it and they've told me that they uh, are, are watching it. So I continue to have it recorded mostly for them. But then I see, oh, actually, God may be using that as an opportunity for the parents now who do come to our church and the kids are there live, but then yeah. now the parents can listen to it know what they're learning instead of you know when you pick up your kids you usually say oh did you have fun today mm. you know mm. uh now you can actually listen to maybe even on the way home from church i don't know maybe it's too much sermon for sunday <laughs> maybe when you're you know our sermons are usually what aaron i try to i tell you know we kind of keep it within 15 20 minutes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so it's not too painful no. you know, the parents will <laughs> listen to it with them and say, oh, that's Uncle Aaron, or that's Aunt Katie talking. Let's see what they're talking about and discuss those points. Yeah. Um, now, in the catechism, the idea of the catechism is that you memorize it mm, so mm. that you you are familiar with the, these basic um, theology of the Bible. But um, we're not making the kids memorize it. But if you could do that at home, uh, yeah. memorize one a week. That's all we do, one a week. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Um, parents, you are doing God's work and, uh, it's, it's hard. Um, but you know, as, as a parent myself and Auntie Katie, you too, um, yeah, this, this is what life is, you know, training your children, discipling them, raising them up in the Lord. And so we're, we're happy to help by, I guess, providing, uh, what we can. And, and um, I'm happy that the parents make it consistent to church i mean yes. i know it's hard to get out the door especially yes. when you have the very young ones yeah but it's you know, worth the effort and you're making that a priority and that's great yeah and there is never any guilt or shame if you're running late <laughs> i'm just going to say that from the get-go because sometimes i know what it's like where you're running late and you're like oh i'm 10 minutes late i'm 15 minutes late whatever and i'm coming <laughs> to the parking lot and i feel so guilty <laughs> But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's it's hard just to get up out of bed, bring the kids to church. So good job for doing that and keep keep it up. <laughs> we always say to the kids, I'm so glad you're here today. Yeah. <laughs> and we are. We're very happy. Thanks, Auntie Katie, for making the time to take this uh, short call. Sure. Anytime. <laughs>